Have you ever been frustrated trying to build a business that you love, connect deeper with your family, and take care of your physical and mental health, but it just seems like you never have time? In my search for those answers, I found out that there are three very specific things that family-driven entrepreneurs do in order to excel in it all. If you're someone who's interested in learning these three things, we have a free upcoming training that you can register for so we can share these three things to help you succeed faster. Check out the show notes or go to modernleadership.us forward slash workshop. This is a limited time workshop, which will be recorded just in case you can't make it live. Thank you for being willing to lean in and continue to grow. And above all, keep leading from the front leader. Welcome to Modern Leadership, the podcast, where we see things differently. I'm your host, Mark Hildebrand. I'm a husband, father, master life and legacy coach for leaders, co-creator of the Pushco Certification School and 20-year law enforcement officer from Southern California. Once I realized how leaders looked at things differently, I was able to lead myself to a 100-pound weight loss, lead more effectively in my police career, create a successful business, and a better connection with my family that was more aligned with the legacy I wanted to create. Now, this podcast is for ambitious, high-performing leaders who want to create more, but refuse to do so at the cost of the other important areas of their life, including their family and their health. People who are willing to see things through their modern leader lens. If that's you, welcome to Modern Leadership. Let's go. I know when I was a brand new leader, I wanted to make a huge impact, a great first impression, and not make any mistakes. But I had no idea how to make that possible. Needless to say, I made a ton of mistakes, and you're going to hear about them here today. But it helped me learn so much through the process that I wish I had known before I ever had any leadership role. Now, I just want to say, I hope you're really proud of yourself for even thinking of taking on a new leadership role. I mean, working for a leader like you, somebody who's willing to learn, to grow, and to get uncomfortable, and who wants the entire team to succeed, is a game changer. But also, knowing a few of the things we're going to be talking about here today is going to get you a huge speed boost out of the gate that I really wish I had back then. Now, prior to jumping into this online business and leadership coaching role, I used to work for the Los Angeles Police Department for 20 years. I was put in several positions, some of which I didn't feel prepared or qualified for in that moment. I mean, literally, people's lives depended on me, which is a whole ton of pressure, especially when you're somebody who's new. Now, I tell you that because your situation might be different than mine, but I also want you to know that if I can get through that, you can too. That being said, I want to share 10 different things that I really wish I had known before taking on a leadership role. Not only because it would have sped up the process for me a lot, but I would not have failed and struggled for such a long time. So let's talk about how to get started as a leader by starting on number one, and that is being self-aware. I want you to recognize that you have both strengths and weaknesses already. You've learned different skills and you've succeeded in the past in order to even get to where you are right now. But I want you to know that you are going to make mistakes. And the key to those is learning from them. Now, how we do that is to be open to accepting feedback from people and even asking for it in the first place. So as early and as often as possible, make sure you get feedback on ways that you can improve. And it'll also do this amazing thing by making them more open to accepting feedback when it's going to come their direction. Number two, when put into a leadership role, remember it's about building trust first. Trust is critical especially as a new leader. And you're not going to have much of it when you get started. It's going to take work and it's going to take some time. I like to think of this as a trust piggy bank, meaning as I'm going, I'm putting in little deposits at a time. And over time, you start to develop a substantial savings. So be sure you don't make a huge withdrawal, especially early on. Now, what does this look like? I actually want to throw that question back to you. 
When you think of a powerful leader in your life, somebody you deeply respect and would follow anywhere, what are some of the things that they did to build trust with you? Now, for me personally, this looked like leaders actually being down in the trenches with me, being willing to take the actions they were asking me to take. It also has to do about caring about me as a person, and this includes my family. The business and the mission is extremely important to me, but asking me questions outside of that and honestly really caring about the answer builds a whole ton of trust for me. So now I'm going to throw it back to you. What are some of the things that build trust with you? Leave that in the comments below. I'd love to hear about it. And if you've gotten value so far from this video, definitely hit the like button. Number three is I would communicate more effectively. It's not about talking. It's about listening. Instead of telling people what to do, I found it's way more impactful if you ask them questions to help them come to their conclusions. Yes, there's going to be time when they need direction, but oftentimes there's so much wisdom in the people that you're leading. If you ask them a powerful question, not only will they have that buy-in, but they might even come up with ideas that you would have never thought of on your own. And of course, if you don't understand something they're trying to explain, be sure and ask questions, but come from a place of curiosity, not from a place of anger or frustration. And always remember, the most important part of communication is listening. Number four, and this one's not fun, is setting proper boundaries. You see, everyone needs to know what you expect of them, including yourself. I mean, what does your boss expect from you? If you haven't asked that question, I would highly encourage you to do that so you can get clear on your new leadership role. Now, there's times that you can step into a new leadership position and actually share your expectations with everybody as a group. Now, that's usually when everybody is starting off brand new. But if you're coming into the situation, I never found this to be a positive way to set expectations. One of the best ways that I have found is to make sure that I recognize what I want to be repeated. Meaning, if I see somebody doing something and it's something that I want to be repeated, I recognize it a lot of times in public because it gives everybody an idea of what my specific expectations are when I call out to it. Now, I wish setting boundaries is never going to be uncomfortable. But just don't forget this. Setting boundaries is for you, but it's also for the other person too. If they don't know where the lines are around your house, you can't expect them to know when they step over them. So be sure and lead into the previous step, which is start asking questions and make sure that you communicate effectively of where those boundaries are. Also, something in this area that I didn't do really well in the beginning is it's not a good idea to ignore the things that are outside of your boundaries. If you don't address them, that is what your new boundaries are going to be. So make sure you call out to them, even when it's uncomfortable. Number five is I would have gotten great at delegation. I mean, we pretty much understand that we can't do it all, but yet I would always try to. But what I didn't realize is actually delegating tasks and activities to other people. It actually gave them the greatest opportunity to step up and become leaders themselves. So anytime you have this internal battle, remind yourself that this is actually a great gift that you can give them. And it will also return back to you because you'll be developing leaders and not followers. Just make sure you delegate these tasks fairly. Number six, and you're already doing it, is focus on continuous learning. When you step into this new role, you're going to see there's some skills that you totally rock, and I want you to lean into those. But you're also going to find different areas that maybe you're not so great at. That's good too, because now that you've identified, it's time to continue learning in that area. Remember that as you continue to build up new skills and new confidence, you're going to become a better and more powerful leader, which is actually going to propel you into the next position that's going to be available for you then. So try to identify where you need the most help and then lean into mentors, books, masterminds, podcasts, whatever you can get your hand on to really develop that new skill. Now, number seven, and I wish I could spend all day on this, and that is building a supportive team culture. This is also not one of those things that you can just jump into and immediately create. It's gonna take some time and some work. 
But think about what it's going to be like when everybody's working on the same page, everybody has equal buy-in, and everybody is giving you the best version of themselves. It's a game changer, and it's going to take some time, but it'll be worth it. I like to think about this as, as the leader, it is my job to set the tone. One of the things that helps me do this is always remembering that it's my job to create an environment of psychological safety, which means people are willing to give advice, to give direction, to give feedback, because they want to be seen and feel heard. You'll know that you've created this if people are willing to share even about uncomfortable things, and there's no shame, guilt, or humiliation that's thrown their way. This is the opportunity for you to give everyone a voice. Now, how do you set that up? First off, as a leader, we have to avoid overreacting in the moment. If somebody brings us something and we overreact, we're literally teaching them never to bring it to us again. Instead, when somebody talks up, when somebody gives some advice, when somebody brings something up that's difficult, acknowledging and appreciating them for doing that will not only make them more comfortable about continuing to give that feedback, it'll also put out the message to everyone else that you're creating a safe environment for everybody to be heard. That brings us to number eight, and that is learning to handle challenges. As a leader, challenges are going to come up and it's going to be your responsibility to navigate them. I wish I could give you one strategy that would help you overcome everything that could come up, but the truth is that isn't possible. But what I can do is I can share a universal principle that has always worked for me whenever a difficult situation has come up. And that is whenever I have a challenge that's presented to me, first off, I never act or react in the moment when I'm full of emotion. Now, I definitely haven't been perfect. There was this teaching that I saw once that talked about the difference between the stimuli and the response. And the more time that you give yourself to actually think on it, to make a decision, and then to take action, the better. Now, there's a caveat here. Sometimes you do need to make a decision and take action quickly, but still create that time and that space so you can emotionally detach from the situation. Then think about it logically and then insert emotion back in. We're not cyborgs. I do want you to have emotion, but I found that when I have emotion in the decision-making process, it always tends to get me to need to apologize because I didn't show up as the best version of me. Now, just having this framework does not make this difficult. It's called a challenge for a reason. But understand that resiliency and adaptability is one of your greatest opportunities to shine as a leader. Thank you for being willing to lean into that. Now, number nine is being consistent. No one likes a leader that's inconsistent. Make some decisions some days and a totally different decision the next day. Or if there's other people involved that are their friends or not their friends, people will start to think that you're not treating everyone fairly. That's why it's important to make sure that you maintain your consistency. Of course, if you make a mistake, if you find out some new information, you can absolutely change that. But just don't be wishy-washy from day to day because it's very hard to be influenced and to get behind somebody who constantly changes their mind and who doesn't seem to be treating everybody fairly. And this moves us into number 10, which is the most important thing of all. And that is seeking mentorship and advice so that you continue to grow through this journey. I strongly believe that every leader needs a mentor. And as they continue to grow, sometimes that mentor will change. For me, it was finding somebody that I deeply respected as a leader and asking them if they would be willing to mentor me. Now, having come from the opposite side of this, where people now ask me to mentor them, asking me is the greatest gift that people can give me. I'm sure you feel the same way too. Whether that's a coach, a mentor, someone in your organization, a family member, or a friend, it's time to connect with someone and ask them if they're willing to mentor you. Just pointing out that you were watching a YouTube video and they asked you to think about a powerful leader in your life, somebody you deeply respected and looked up to because of their powerful leadership ability, and you immediately thought of them, asking them if they'd be willing to teach you some things, to mentor you, and to help make you a more powerful leader. I mean, I don't know who could say no to that. Thank you for what you do out there every single day, 
and keep leading from the front.